Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Happy New Year to you. Our first podcast of 2023, episode 183 of our podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. Hey, I hope you had a good holiday season. I enjoyed a little break from our podcast, but time with my family, focused on some of my work and just resting. <clears throat> but I'm excited to be back with you for another season, another year of putting together material that hopefully helps you grow as a healthy leader, as a hopeful leader, as an empowered leader that wants to be a reproductive leader, adding value to those that you lead, whatever your context may be, organizational leadership, not-for-profit leadership, maybe simply leading a, a, your family, or it might be leading a, a small group in your church or your ministry, or maybe it's something more professional than that. I'm really, really honored that you are a part of our podcast family. And if you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There's many resources there, a little bit of bio about me, as well as you can stream the podcast there. Many of the previous episodes have show notes, handwritten notes available of what we covered, and just lots of tools there. And it's a great way you can communicate with me. You can email me through the website. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what's important to you this year to talk about in the subject of leadership. And uh, I want to help all of us grow. I want to add value to you as you add value to others. So today's uh, topic is four leadership hopes for 2023, four leadership hopes for 2023. And I want to talk about these leadership hopes from a place of, of uh, experience and a place of personal passion. They're broad ideas, but I believe you will find them to be relevant ideas and ideas that have room for lots of exploration. So let's talk about that today. Four leadership hopes for 2023. <laughs> you know, I heard someone say one time that uh, he or she who has the most hope has the most influence. And uh, the person with the most hope is the one that can maybe more quickly come up with the answer. And I want you to have influence. I want you to be a hopeful leader. We're going to have some tough times in 2023. We're going to have some sad days. Probably going to have some mad days. <laughs> probably going to have some glad days. And I hope we have more glad days than we have anything else. But always unsure of what the day is going to bring. Good leadership, healthy leadership, strong, humble, and tender leadership is always helpful. And it's needed. It's needed in this hour and uh, this narcissistic hour, I think, in, in many ways that we live in. And so to be a leader that wants to keep an eye on other people, add value to their lives, and help them... I believe it's a, it's a growing, uh, precious commodity that we can give other people. And so I want to add value to you, and you add value to other people. And there are four hopes that I have for us as leaders this year. Now, maybe you're a brand-new leader. Maybe you're young in the area of leadership. Hopefully, today's topic will be advantageous to you. If you are an experienced, seasoned leader with lots of scars and lots of healing— with lots of stories, I believe today will be a great reminder and a needed reminder for you in these four hopes for 2023 in the area of leadership. 
Hope number one that I have for you is development. Help your team grow. Help your team grow. And do you have a plan for that? Do you have uh, a system by which you can help your team grow? In my organization, uh, my right hand, uh, number two, if you will, helps our team grow logistically and uh, professionally and more organizationally. So much of their conversation is centered around organizational responsibilities rooted in our values, our mission, our just cause, our vision, etc. My conversation then with the team is more personal. What is happening in your life? Where are you growing as a human being in your marriage, in your health, in your finances, in your emotions, in your dreams, in your vision? Where are the areas where you're growing? And so you want to have a system where you can help people grow. This is all about development. Hope number one is development. It's personal development and it's professional development. The kind of industry I work in, we, we need a lot of volunteers, and the volunteers are critical to getting done what we need done. And one of the things that I get concerned about, for example, is that we're going to use the labor of others to accomplish things that are important to me. So in development, how do we move the conversation from things that are important to me as a leader to things that are important to us? Now everyone's contributing to a we movement, not a me movement. And not only are we garnering people's talents and time and energy and treasure for what is advantageous to the we movement, but we also want to help people grow personally. It's my conviction, really, that the more people show up to your leadership environment happy and healthy and dreams are being fulfilled and relationships are good and their conscience is clean and, and they're engaging and they're contributing and they're accomplishing something, then you get a much, much better volunteer, leader, coworker, team member, whatever your context may be. Helping your team grow is so powerful. This is the hope. Development. What if your team this year experienced more value than they contributed to the organization? Do you have a plan? Do you have a system? Do you know how to do that? When will you implement that? How will you implement that? And what layers of measuring and accountability will you put in place to ensure that you're getting as close as you can to this goal of development? One of the things that I do is I call it a work aversary. I have, of all my employees, the date that they were hired and the year that they were hired, and when that pops up on my calendar, I send them a text and I say, today is your work anniversary. Here are things that I admire about you. Many of those things are professional, and some of those things are personal because I want those that I lead to be seen, to be loved, to be cared for. I want to contribute to that. Hope number one is development. Here's hope number two. Hope number two is empowerment. Now, you may be asking yourself, how is that different than development? In development is about a person's personal growth. Empowerment is about a person's professional opportunity. That you, as a leader, have an opportunity to use your resources, to use your influence, to use your authority, to use whatever rights or responsibilities have been given to you within your leadership context, within the boundaries of your leadership environment, 
you utilize these resources, these authority, this um, check signing permission, if you will, that you utilize that to empower other people. Delegation is a great way to describe this. Delegation is just not having someone do the grunt work you don't want to do. Delegation, at at the heart of it, is empowering other people to do things that they are good at doing. Delegation is answering the question, I should only be doing the things that I can do. And as much as I can delegate these things to other people, you do it, but you do it with empowerment. And empowerment is about delegation and development and empowerment. It's giving people the resources they need to be successful at what you've uh, employed them to do or what you've given them permission to do, what you've given them space to accomplish. I love empowerment because you want to give people permission to do what they love, what they're good at. Now, sometimes, you know, we have on our job description or our our role sheet things that we don't particularly enjoy. I certainly have that in, in my role, and I'm responsible, and I want to be a faithful, trustworthy, responsible leader in those places. But if you squeeze me, those are not the things that come out of me most naturally. Other areas of the strength of my leadership come out more naturally. That's true for you, and it's true for those that you lead. What are those more, those more natural places of passion, enthusiasm, creativity, connection, compassion, courage, clarity? What are those more natural places, and how much can you, within, again, your leadership environment, how much can you empower people to operate in that natural space? I love when people work for something bigger than themselves. That's a real target of empowerment. It's not just saying, hey, I'm going to pay you to go over and do what you love. And what you love isn't connected to anything bigger than yourself. No, 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 no. We want to empower people for a mission and a cause that is way bigger than our own lives. Live for something bigger than ourselves. And so utilizing friendships, utilizing talent, utilizing resources can help hope number two really take root and show up and be a reality in your leadership space. Hope number two is empowerment. Now here's hope number three, trust. What an amazing gift you can give to those in your leadership environment. Trust. Patrick Lanchoni, as I often quote in our podcast, in his monumental work, his foundational work, book, uh, the book called The uh, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. He talks about how trust is the foundation for all healthy teams. Simon Sinek says that a, a team is not a group of people who work together, but it is a group of people who trust each other. Trust, what an amazing gift, and it is the foundation for your leadership environment. When you and I have a trusting environment, We have an environment that is safe. We have an environment where failure is not fatal. We have an environment where condemnation isn't present. We have an environment where vulnerability is practiced, celebrated, (laughs) applauded. We have an environment where transparency is expected. We have an environment where honesty is the norm. We have an environment where accountability is it is honor-based. It is love-based. It is identity-based. It is, it is vision-based. It's not 
the kind of accountability that, that slaps the hand. And look, I'm all in for there are, are roles and places for HR departments and things to, to deal with those kinds of ideas. But I'm not talking about those kinds of things. I'm just talking about two friends that are working together and they trust each other. And that trust has safety and honesty and vulnerability and transparency and accountability and encouragement and empowerment. What an amazing gift you can give your team is the foundation of trust. I've worked hard at that in my own life, in my family, in my marriage, and in my place of leadership. I can't lead people if they don't trust me. You can't lead people if they don't trust you. And the creativity, the innovation, the opportunity, the expansion, the growth is limited, limited dramatically when trust is not present. People start operating out of silos and just protecting their own turf. So trust cooperation, synergy. It's an enjoyable place to lead. Morale is high and people don't mind being dependent upon each other. We don't have an independent team. We don't have a codependent team. We have an interdependent team. We rely on each other. This is, again, quoting Simon Sinek, this is what a team really is, not a group of people who work together but it's a group of people who trust each other. If this is an area of growth for you and an area of growth for your team, I would encourage you to pick up Patrick Lencioni's book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and I believe there's a complimentary or complementarian um, workbook as well. And there's some great exercises that you can do as a group within the book, and I would deeply, deeply encourage you to do that. Of course, you could always do an internet search on how to grow and trust And that would be super, super helpful. So think about trust as the third great hope. Okay, how you doing? Hanging in there all right? (laughs) Four leadership hopes for 2023. Development is number one. Empowerment is hope number two. The gift of trust. Trust is hope number three. And hope number four is partnership. Partnership. I don't think you can have really effective, enjoyable, like laughing, but getting stuff done together kind of partnership without trust, without development, without partnership. I love, or or without uh, development and empowerment, I love partnership. I do. I love it so much. I love working together with others. Now, I'm 52, and when I was much younger, <laughs> in my head, I knew I needed other people, but in my heart, I was like, no, 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 I'll get this done. My charisma's big enough. My character's big enough. I've, I've got energy. I've got time. I can stay up late, get up early, burn the midnight oil, you know? But at 52, I can't get very much done on my own. We can get more done together than I can on my own. It's the power of synergy, multiplication, partnership, trusting each other, linking arms together, each utilizing their unique perspective, their unique skill set, their unique training, their unique gifts, welcoming each other to the table of partnership. You know, a lot of these podcasts and some of the content and material I share is birthed out of personal experience. It's birthed out of material that I'm reading. It's birthed out of observing my own leadership environment. And unfortunately, too often, in the kind of context in which I lead, people hurt each other. We don't have partnership. 
We have pain being exchanged between people. And friends, I want to encourage you as a leader to cultivate the kind of culture where failure is not fatal, where pain is addressed with mercy and understanding, perspective-taking. I had one of these conversations recently with a really good friend of mine that brought a painful conversation to me and what my contribution was to the pain. I'm so glad they did it. It wasn't comfortable at the time, but on the other side of it, I actually think our partnership can be greater than it was before. Something was brought into the light. Partnership offers us opportunity. Partnership offers us a place for creativity. Partnership offers us a place for innovation and accomplishment. I, I love the feeling of getting stuff accomplished. Don't you? I mean, don't you as a leader love the feeling of checking the box? Don't you love as a leader seeing the product of your leadership effort? Don't you love seeing people grow and get healthy and become better and become stronger, become more confident and more free? Because the more confident they are and the more free they are and the healthy, healthier they are, the more creative they will be, the more innovative they will be, the more you can rely on them, the more you can trust in them, the more people recognize that I'm not simply being used for my gift or for my training, but I'm being valued as a human being. What an amazing workspace. What an amazing leadership environment that can be. And I believe all of that is possible while you still accomplish whatever your professional responsibility is, while you accomplish whatever it is the broader goal is for your company or your organization, you can do all of it. You can do it. A vocation, work, a volunteerism, it's a place where people gather. And if it's a place where people gather, then we can experience hope number one, development, hope number two, empowerment, hope number three, trust, and hope number four, partnership. Let me wrap up today's thoughts with this. I love the show West Wing. It's a show from the late 90s, early 2000s, a political drama available on some platforms that are out there. And almost every winter, I work through the seven seasons of this TV show, and I've seen it multiple times. It's an award-winning show. I've seen every episode many times. I'm quoting it to my, to my wife, to my friends. But I find in many ways that it often speaks to me. There are things within that show that relate to my own life, that relate to the idea of leadership context. In one particular episode I've seen recently, the communications director for the president had shared something with his team, and it leaked to a reporter, and then the reporter came back and was going to publish the quote, and it would be embarrassing to the communications director. It would be embarrassing to the president. The communications director grabs his team. And he shares this little word of encouragement with them about we do these things together as a team and how powerful it is to be in the know and how seductive that power is. I can relate to that as a leader, that I know things other people don't know. You know things other people don't know, and it's seductive to experience the power of knowing, the power of knowledge. He says to them this line, which is what I want to close our podcast with today. He says, as a team, you're my guys and I'm your guy. That's what we say as leaders to our, to our leadership environment. I'm your person, and you're my team. And together, our losses are made softer, and our wins are made sweeter because we experience them together. Because we experience loss together, we experience it more softly. Because we experience wins together, 
the winds are more sweet. This is it, friends. My four hopes for you, four leadership hopes for 2023. Development, empowerment, trust, and partnership. Hey, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you soon.